Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio, Scottsdale, Arizona, at the ProFit HQ with my co-host, the Ranger of Results, Randy Angston. What's up, buddy? Good morning. You might hear some heavy deadlifts going on back there. Did you see that? I did. Got those Arizona Diamondbacks in here. How about that? Yeah. You guys better watch out. These boys are hitting heavy weights. Heavy deadlifts, though. I mean, at least they're doing real work. I know. Got the boys pushing them back there in the gym. So a couple of announcements. Before we get deep into this marketing topic, this is a big one today, and we're going to go deep into the weeds a little bit, but we got our automation workshop still. Mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. what, two, three seats available at this point? Dude, it's tight. You better every, jump on every, it. Every day somebody's pop, pulling the trigger, so. Jump on that. We do have limited seats, so if there's if it's still up, grab it. It's pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. That's February 6th and 7th. We're going to build out your entire systemized automation play. Yeah, and if you're not clear on what that is, jump on a call with me, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. I'll run you through. I've got a beautiful walkthrough video that'll show you what a what the lifecycle build out actually looks like from from the software standpoint and things like that. But yeah, let's get you some clarity because this is changing gyms entirely. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it, this is hands down probably the, well, we've talked about it. I mean, this is the one area we're going to really run hard for and, and really elevate uh, these gyms that we're working with this year. So if you want to be part of that list, let's get in touch because you need it. Time's running out on that. So cool. So what are we talking about today, Randall? The marketing. Ranger. We're going to get into kind of, I don't know say what your marketing should say, but what is the marketing is, that you're doing. Yeah. yeah. What is marketing as a whole? I guess we could just get into it. Yeah. The thing about ProFit in our name, and we're trying to kind of get away from a little bit, is ProFit Marketing Solutions. That's that's how we came on board, right? We mm-hmm. came on board getting clients for gym owners, right? And it was always, our tagline was like, we solve client generation problems for gyms. Correct. Not, not lead generation, but client generation. There's a big difference. There's yeah. a big difference between the lead and somebody who's actually beginning to become a client. And when we say, when the general term marketing's thrown out to gym owners, the first thing that comes to mind is lead generation. Yep. Marketing equals lead generation. That's what gym owners feel, think, and that's what they ultimately want is mm-hmm. leads. Now, the first thing I would say is how those leads come in and what they come in from is the entire success or failure of the campaign. Yeah, the majority of it, yeah. I can get you leads for pennies mm-hmm. if we really, really thought about this, but those leads aren't going to ever become clients. Yeah. So what is the point? Right? Yeah. And like we were talking this morning before we got on, right? What is the solution to the problem that you're solving for, for as a business? Like, what do you bring into the marketplace? What are you known for? And your marketing should be a direct representation of that. And I think that we've gotten so, and we've talked about this before, I mean, the last six months, I'd say we're heavily pushing the value of the message that you're bringing to your marketplace. What are you saying to your audience? And like you said, I mean, we could generate leads with an ebook, with a, a something of value. We can get you a lead. Does that mean that person wants a personal training membership? 
Maybe, 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 not. maybe not. Yeah, right. exactly. But the value of that lead to your business and what it, what you're capable of selling that individual yep. depends on how they came into your ecosystem. Right. right. And that matters. And I do think you need to generate leads in order mm -hmm. to, to survive in the game. But we're going to get into how those leads come into your world and how you're nurturing those those leads. So let's go back to the whole term direct response marketing mm -hmm. for a second. We've touched on this several episodes, and this is what you see in the market from your competitors, from other gyms. You see, here's my thing. Yep. Maybe it's a challenge or a program or a transformation or a thing or thing. Buy it. Opt in. Buy now. So you can buy my thing. That's really what you're telling your audience. Other things that could be lead generation tactics or strategies, I've seen all of them. Here we go. I'm just going to rattle these off. <laughs> Obviously, a, a lead magnet. And I wouldn't say a lead magnet's bad. I think they're actually really good. Mm -hmm. And we've done very well, very well with lead magnets. But you can't just take a lead magnet. And sell from it. And just turn it into a member tomorrow. Correct. Yeah. Lead magnet might be a lead generation, a free offer, right? Seven day free pass, three day pass, free appointment or a consultation. Mm -hmm. That's another one. I've seen sweepstakes. Hey, enter to win a free membership. Okay. You can get a ton of leads with that. Do those leads turn into clients? Almost never. Re yeah. Almost exactly. never. A fraction of that group. So if you had a marketing company that's going to run a, a lead generation strategy that's a enter to win a free something like a sweepstakes for a free year, six months, three months, it's a waste of time. I'm telling you. And just to touch on that, we talked about this in the email episodes. We were talking about the email deliverability and things like that recently. It's not necessarily the size of your list. It's the quality yeah, of the contacts yeah. in your list. And this, is, this goes hand in hand with yep. what you're saying. Yep. You can get leads from... A list. You can buy them. Oh, God. Don't ever I mean, do don't, that. I mean, don't, but like, just you can. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? It's, it's a possibility and people do. It almost seems like every marketing tactic that comes out is just another angle to get somebody in as a lead, but not really a member. And that's exactly, I think, why we've pivoted so hard. We saw that that is not the problem that we want. We want to be solving for the marketplace, right? right. Gym owners, leads so rarely was the actual problem. It wasn't the number of leads you needed. It wasn't, I need, everybody gets on the phone with me and says, I need more leads. Mm -hmm. Just get the people in front of me, I'll close them. Well, that's awesome, except what are we doing to attract that lead? What do you want to be telling these people? So get into that right now, because you've been reading a book. Uh, yeah. You've read it a couple times now. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so Seth Godin's This Is Marketing, he really drives home the point that marketing should be a representation of the solution that you solve for the marketplace. Okay, so maybe the solution might be weight loss. Weight loss, sure. Okay. Yeah, right, let's so. use that as an example, right? But then your marketing message rarely should be the direct response. What we should be doing is, is the education process, the nurture process. People come into your ecosystem, a lead, maybe before you have their lead. Let's say they, they came across your Facebook page or your website. What is the message that you're sending them? Are you a challenge-based gym? Is that what you offer? Yep. Are you offering weight loss? Are you trying to sell something? Because marketing and sales are vastly different. Marketing is a change of, Seth says it in, within the book, but marketing uh, separate from sales. Sales is the actual process, the exchange of value, right? Money exchange for a service or a good. Sale or marketing is the conversation that happens before that. Let's, mm -hmm. Like we've talked about in the past, the awareness triangle, the most educated consumer who knows the solution that they're looking for, for their problem, that's the hardest person to market to. It's the most competitive 
person to market to, and that's the only person being marketed to with direct response. I wouldn't say it's the hardest. I think it's almost the easiest to market to. It's the smallest of the population. But that, that's what I mean. It's the hardest to acquire because of the level of competition, right? Everybody's going to that person because that person's the most aware of what they're looking to purchase. In retrospect, right, we have the bottom of that awareness triangle that has the uneducated or the, unaware. the consumer unaware yeah. who doesn't even know that the problem exists necessarily. So when it comes to lead generation, right, that's the most affordable person to get into a list, mm. but they're the least likely to sign up for a membership today. So that's where the marketing comes in, right? In order to sell something to somebody, you need to change a belief system. And you take them from something that they currently believe, and through education, through knowledge, through nurture, you change what they know to be true. And when you can do that, you create that connection and you have a, now you have an inclined buyer. You have somebody who's tuned in to the value and the message that you're saying. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Well, to that point, somebody that believes that fitness is not the solution for them, if you can change their mindset, like, yeah, personal training is the solution, mm -hmm. you've got a buyer. Well, let's use a hard example that we've, we did in the past, right? When we learned through all of this, what we created an ebook for the most unaware consumer, right? We did an ebook called Sitting is a New Smoking. Had nothing to do with selling a gym membership. Right. But what we did is that piece of value allowed us to get somebody's information as an exchange of value, right? Mm -hmm. They opted in, they got the ebook. Now, through a nurture process, we're educating that person that sitting in a sedentary lifestyle is creating a unhealthy situation, which is leading to excess weight, which is leading to all the other problems that they're experiencing. The symptoms, yeah. And then now, you know, we're educating that person about the problem that they're experiencing, providing multiple solutions, honing in on personal training being the right solution for them, and then positioning an offer once that person ascends themselves up into the position ready to buy. Almost, I don't see anybody doing that in the marketplace. No, it's too hard. It, it's very difficult. But at the end of the day, those are the people that are going to walk into your gym with their credit card, hand out yeah. and say, I want exactly what you have to yep. offer. Exactly. And that's the thing. That is the best client because they're not coming in on the hook or the free or the thing. They came in because they want the result of a solution. They want their problem solved. And they've chosen you or mm. your facility as the 
absolute solution to their that problem that they're experiencing. Yeah, think about the reader of that ebook, right? And you can we can even have gone deeper with some video series and some stuff like that. But think about the reader; they're reading this and like, yeah, wow. That is me. And that's exactly what we're trying to create. Like good marketing should do those aha moments to the end user. That to me is marketing. And and I think for the last few years, like I've almost had resistance around the direct response side of things because I know that nine out of 10 of those people that we're hitting aren't really there for the long-term solution. We hooked them with the candy bar effect, right? At the checkout, right? It's urgency, scarcity, low dollar amount. It's an impromptu purchase as opposed to building that like trust and respect factor, allowing the consumer to decide that we are the absolute right decision for them. And really the biggest point is that this is going to sustain the business over the long exactly. term versus getting the people off the street that are ready to buy today. I mean, those, some of those people will stay because don't, don't get me wrong. You can hook somebody in with a challenge sure. or a transformation that stays years. You can. We've done it. Everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. But do that plus. Exactly. Plus. These are layers. Yeah, exactly. These are the folks that are ready to buy six months from now. And when everything's dead, these people are walking in. And these are the people that are going to be the ones that keep your lights on for, like we said, the long term. These mm. are the people because you've created that relationship. It's not just a sale. It's not just So let's a, take it a step farther. You, you, put, you produce this piece of content. Let's mm -hmm. call it content. And this could be any type of content. It could be a video, an ebook, or a report, or any of these types of things. You get that lead. Then what? Like you're not going to physically text these people every single day or email them. You got to create automation. System automations, yeah. And automations can be done through software. We use Keep for this, formerly known as Infusionsoft. We use Keep. We're doing this exact thing in the workshop. We're not doing particularly these lead magnets, but you're going to learn how to create this automation cycle and how to get people bubbled up into asking for an appointment and then eventually coming in and solving their problem, yeah. which is becoming a member. So in a way are, I mean, within that life cycle build out, I mean, mm -hmm. there's the long-term nurture within that life cycle build out. I mean, mm -hmm. there's the long-term nurture that's doing that. It's providing a consistent education platform, educating the consumer over the long term so that when the timing is right for them, they're making the decision to come in. Right. And that's what it, what good marketing comes down to. I mean, in the book, he talks about brand. What is your brand worth? What does your brand say? He talks about how many billions of dollars Nike's spent to make a swoosh globally recognized yeah. for performance, for all those things. And he's like, it sets an expectation too. Your brand sets an expectation. Yeah. He said, if Nike were to open up a hotel, we would have a pretty good assumption of what that hotel would look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because us in the marketplace, we've seen so much of Nike's marketing over how many years that we know what that brand stands for. Sure. He said the fonts that are used in Vogue are not the same fonts that you see in Sports Illustrated or he uses a couple different examples, but you know, like the clothing, right? The consumer that's buying from Vogue isn't the same person. It's not buying athletic gear that me and you are looking at. Mm -hmm. We have to, there's an elite, there's a status, there's a, and you have to play into that. Your marketing is a direct representation of what you want to be known for. Yeah, so it's, it's the message you're putting out into the market, mm -hmm. right? So, and that comes from everything from your Facebook posts and Instagram to your, your signage to uh, your yeah. website, obviously, and anything else that you put out. So if it's a podcast, like you can look up our Pulse Fitness podcast, Healthy Living Scottsdale. The team here is, is decided upon themselves uh, based on my recommendation. I think it would be a good thing. They took it. And they ran with it. I think they're into 10, 11 episodes now mm -hmm. and they're, they're loving it. And our clients are loving it and they're sharing it. And that's another great way to market. So mm -hmm. if you guys, the first person I saw that did a podcast for their own gym was, was Casey Washak. 
Fit and Fortitude, Fit and Fortitude. Mm-hmm. I think he was the first one that I saw just, you know, and he did it on his phone with the anchor thing. I think he's, he think he's leveled up since then, but I talked to our podcast guys and they said, this is a great idea. Yeah. Just do it. So yeah. of course we're doing it. It costs money and time, but I guarantee we're talking to somebody on those podcasts today that will become a member in three, four, five months from now because of the podcast. Exactly. I mean, we go through it with this, all of this podcast, all of the time. I get people that jump on calls that have no idea who we are or what we do. They've just heard somebody passed along our podcast. They own a gym. They saw value. They want to dig deeper. Hmm. And again, it's a, it's a pole in the water. That's again, a, layers. It's What's funny is I'm starting to see more of that from marketers out there, poles in the water. The term? Fishing with oh, multiple. The, everywhere, though. This is something we've stood on for years. Of like Not just having one thing going on, having multiple poles in the water. You've heard us say it a million times, but now I'm starting to get emails from <laughs> people cold emailing me talking about the same thing. Like, I wonder where you got that from. But- it's the truth is the one thing ain't working anymore. You better diversify anyway. This is not an easy thing for us to say. It would be much easier if we built it, if we stood on the business that said, hey, let's just go continue to create leads for gyms. Oh, I know. What we're doing is hard. It, it, not only that, but like at the end of the day, what we're providing in the long term for, for our listeners, you guys listening, these are tactics and strategies that hold the test of time. We want to teach you how to market irrespective of the offer. Outside of what's working necessarily today, build a process and a system in place where you can swap out the offer all you want. Mm-hmm. That's irrelevant. But it, the process that's, that's, that's happening is where the power is. And nobody else is having that conversation. And if you go back to one of our previous, it's probably called The Power of the Evergreen. I think that's the name of the podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Truly, all marketing should probably point to an evergreen trial. That's your standard trial. I have this conversation with with people all of the time regarding their offers and what they're doing and what they're known for. I mean, gym gym owners have 500 different things running all the time to try and get leads in. And it's just replacing an offer. What can I say to the person to get their interest today? Well, how about you fix or you solve the problem that they're experiencing? Yeah. What is that problem? Talk about fat loss. Talk about strength gains. Talk about in a way that the consumer is receiving perceived value. They're perceiving the value. Yep. And then you create the relationship and stop trying to sell them today. Create a relationship with these individuals. Allow that time to take place, to, to happen, so that you can create that change in their belief. Allow them to self-select, and then they're going to be the one walking through the door instead of you having to chase them down and try and to slap them in the face yeah. with, with some hook. Yep, exactly. And guys, this isn't the short-term solution. This is the long-term this, solution. Yeah. yeah. If you need leads, you're going to still have to do some direct response style stuff, but I would highly recommend it's a systematized trial, evergreen style offer that is your team knows how to convert. You know what, like the product that you're giving them in the trial is the same product they're going to experience once they become a member. It's just maybe condensed down into two weeks. It's a try before you buy. It's really, it is. And it could be paid. It should be paid. In fact, the ones that are paid, those always convert better than free. So hopefully this strikes a chord. You guys are listening to the podcast for a reason. That's to to win, obviously. That's what we're trying to help you do. Take this and start building out a like a content strategy that speaks to the problems that your current clients are facing that you can provide the solution for. Yeah. And you touched on it there. It's not the short term. Like you need to have a little bit of both. And we teach understanding the temperature of the marketplace, understanding your business within the four walls. Where, do I need clients today? Do I need to gain long-term sustainable clients? I think that your evergreen offer 
And the problem that you're solving for the marketplace needs to be the majority of the language and communication with that marketplace. Mm-hmm. The offers that you switch, timely January transformation challenges, summer shreds, whatever you want to do, all of those things have their, their place, but that should not be the core foundation of the message. Get back to building the relationships with these people. Beautiful. Perfect. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. If you want to get in on that workshop, do it today, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. And if you want to jump on a call with us, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Until next time, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.